0: Good evening and welcome to Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here, along with science advisor Matt Moniz. The silent assassin Matt Costa is off tonight. But we do have joining us in the studio, co-hosting the program along with us tonight, is New England Paranormal Research's own John Brightman. You saw him last night on Ghost Adventures. Great job, John. Thank you. Thank you
1: very much. It was fun doing it.
0: It's always always weird to kind of see yourself on TV, but, you know, when you've got Zach describing to everybody your physical (laughs) attributes... And yeah. uh, for those who have never uh, met John, uh, some of the many events he goes around the country and, and uh, the times that he's been here on Spooky South Coast, if you haven't seen him on Spooky TV, you are a very large individual.
1: Yeah, 6'7", uh, a little over 300 pounds, so yeah, I am I am very big. But it's just funny hearing uh, Zach call, uh, as people have been texting me going, a, a hulk of a man. You know, <laughs> it's kind of funny.
0: So now uh, that's got to be your official tagline now, the Incredible Hulk of the Paranormal. Yeah,
1: yeah. I hope not, though.
0: And uh, I'm sure that uh, you have to bend down when you take pictures with people at these conventions and stuff.
1: I have a friend that'll be there tomorrow. First time I met her, about maybe a year ago. She's uh, she's only about five foot one, maybe five foot even. <laughs> so when I took a picture, it was Amy Bruni on one side, her in the middle, and then me on the other. I literally had to bend down to get into the picture. I felt bad.
2: <laughs> now think about it. You're shot in night vision a lot, so that would explain the green.
1: Yes, yes. There you go. There's the Hulk of the man being in the green.
0: Yeah, you can get away, you can get away with that, I think. Yeah. So uh, we are here to talk with you about the paranormal, as we are each and every Saturday night. I think we have Spooky TV up and running. Uh, we did just lose the chat room, folks, and I apologize for that. That's because I had to quickly close out of that window when I realized the looping theme song because the volume was up on the Ustream broadcast, which I don't do that, so I don't know... Uh, who would have put that up? <clears throat> Matt Costa uh, when he was here earlier today. <laughs> but uh, we get that straightened out now. So if you go to Spooky TV at SpookySouthCoast.com, uh, you can see what's going on in the studio with our kind of hazy. It looks like this is what I call the Diane Sawyer camera because it, it's kind of smoky and foggy. So it makes us look way younger than we are, you know. Like when you watch ABC News and you're like, "How come Diane Sawyer looks so young when she's like 90 years old?"
2: Those diva lights.
0: No, it's the filters that they put on everything. So, you know, this camera is a little bit further away. It's not high def like the usual one we have. But I think uh, we're the days of spooky TV, uh, unless we get a major infusion of cash <laughs> happening soon, or if the studio, if the uh, station is like, "Hey, you know that spooky TV thing." Uh, that seems to be working out pretty well. Let's, uh, let's invest some of our equipment into that. Uh, if th- those things don't happen soon, Spooky TV might not last much longer because I don't think my laptop uh, is long for this world. But uh, you can join in the chat room there as well. we got the chat room back up and running, so everybody should be able to uh, see what's going on. And I'm just waiting for people to let me know how the sound is going and if it sounds choppy like it normally does in the chat room. Uh, but uh, you can hear us great on WBSM and on WBSM.com as well. And we want to thank the Red Sox for at least letting us get on tonight. We have about nine minutes until we have to take a news break. And then when we come back, we'll go all the way to midnight. So plenty of time to talk with you about the paranormal. You can give us a call, 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. Those are the numbers if you want to get a hold of us. And uh, we can take your calls with our fancy new phone system here. I don't know if you saw this, John, but... You know, this, this is high-tech stuff. We've got nice. call screener software and everything. And the rumor is eventually there will be people here screening calls. I don't know if that would happen during our show because, you know, most, most people go to bed before we come on the air. But, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, be able to, uh, we'll be able to know who's calling. Well, maybe we'll put Kostin in there when he's here. He likes being off on his own. Yeah, he does. He could have that room to himself. That would work out pretty well.
1: It might work better for you, too. That way you know who's calling. In what? case you don't want to take See, that specific call. I kind of like flying
0: by the seat of my pants and not knowing who it is. And, you know, every time you press that button, it's an adventure. And you never know what rabbit hole you're going to go down.
2: This is true. We have the dump button.
0: Right. We have many dump buttons now with this new system. We have we have a, a swear button on the phone. We have a swear button on the software. And, of course, we have the good old-fashioned dump button, too. I don't know which one actually works. I forgot <laughs> to ask Frank when I saw him earlier this week. But, uh, you know. I don't want to really test it either, so hopefully uh, we don't ever have to. But uh, we're pretty excited about tomorrow's event. We're going to be at the South Coast Paranormal and Psychic Fair here at the Seaport Inn and Marina in Fairhaven. And if you have never been to Fairhaven, it's really easy to get to. It's at 110 Middle Street. Uh, Basically, you're just coming off the highway, and you are following uh, one road, really. And you can come from the New Bedford side, you can come from Fairhaven, from 240, from 195, from however you need to get here, and uh, definitely get down here because we are going to have quite the lineup going on. Uh, we're going to have Amy Bruni from Ghost Hunters on the Sci-Fi Channel, Joe Chin from Ghost Hunters International, Jeff Belanger, who is going to join us tonight, but it's past his bedtime. <laughs> he's, uh, he's the researcher for Ghost Adventures and also the host of 30-odd Minutes. And uh, John Brightman, of course, will be there. The Spooky Crew will be there. Andrew Lake... Uh, Keith and Sandra Johnson. I think is Tom D'Agostino going to be there? Tom
2: D'Agostino. Yeah. Okay.
0: Because the, the website for the fair is has not been kept up to date, and uh, I apologize to people who have been looking on. I don't know why I'm apologizing. It's not my not my website, but you know, uh, th- there's some information there that's uh, that's not updated. But we will give you the latest info here tonight on the show. And uh, basically, the event is going to be from ten to seven. You're going to have an opportunity to come and hear all of the guests speak or give a presentation. Uh, Spirit Medium's Tiffany Rice and Stephanie Burke will be there for a gallery reading. That's going to be an additional charge. It's only 10 bucks to get in. So you can get into this gallery reading for another $20 and maybe have them make a Spirit Connection for you. There will be some readers there, and I don't know what the readers will be charging, but it's, it's a nominal fee. I think it's like $15 or something like that. So you'll be able to get a one-on-one reading in that, that regard. We're hoping to have some ghost hunts there, waiting to hear back from the seaport about that, but you'll be able to investigate for 45 minutes or an hour in the uh, haunted part of the seaport in for an extra, like, $10. You know, all just, all just uh, good fun and getting you ready for the Halloween season, and uh, we'll also have a, spe- a couple special screenings as well. We're going to have The American Scream, which if you've never seen this film, are you familiar, John, with home haunts? Yes. And uh, Monies, I know that you are as well. and. I don't know if you know this, but Fairhaven is the capital of home haunts. It's like the world capital of home haunts. Really? Because there's a a number of people that participate in this neighborhood, and so the filmmakers selected this area for that film, The American Scream. So we're actually going to have some of the people from the movie. They'll be showing the film and discussing how they put together their home haunts and uh, the process of making that film. So you'll be able to see that movie in its entirety And then we're going to give you a brief teaser of the Bridgewater Triangle documentary, which actually will debut October 20th at UMass Dartmouth. But uh, tomorrow at the South Coast Paranormal and Psychic Fair, we're going to have a little bit of a taste for you uh, they're going to show the trailer and some a couple exclusive scenes we'll have the filmmakers uh, aaron cadju and manny Femolare there to answer some questions we'll also have some of the people who are in the film you know John in myself moniz uh matt costa we're all in the movie luann Jolie will be there she's in the movie so there's going to be so many people there uh, who are part of the bridgewater triangle documentary so they'll be there and we'll we'll do a little bit of and A. Q&A, but the big event for that is going to be on october 20th and if you're watching on spooky tv if you look at the screen you are seeing right now, going across the screen, a ad an ad. Sorry, I speak English pretty good, not well, but good. <laughs> and you'll see in this ad, uh, it's it's saying that you can purchase your preview uh, your ticket to watch the Bridgewater Triangle premiere on Spooky TV. We're going to have it as a live pay-per-view event, and on October twentieth from UMass Dartmouth, you will be able to see the event in its entirety. Uh, just as you would if you were able to attend at UMass Dartmouth. It's going to be the pre-show. We're going to do a little pre-show. Matt Haas and I have been talking about that. Then we will stream the film as it's running, and we will have the Q&A uh, with all of the people who are in the film that will be in attendance, which will be hosted by WBSM's Phil Paliologus. And if you're watching on Spooky TV, you're looking, all right, the, the cameras aren't that great. And... They're probably just going to take one of those web cameras and point it at the film. No, we're not doing that. We are kicking in the Blu-ray high definition straight from the laptop version of the Bridgewater Triangle documentary. So you will get a crystal clear viewing experience with perfect video and perfect sound uh, for that event. And plus, you know, Aaron's a professional filmmaker. He's not going to bring crappy webcams to this thing. He's going to have the real deal. So you will be able to see it uh, pretty much just as you would if you lived there, if you lived here and you were able to attend. But I know a lot of people are excited to see this film that are from outside of the New England area. So you can come to the event. There are still a limited amount of tickets available for $10 a piece, or you can purchase the online streaming. And it's up there right now and available for purchase for just $8. So can't go wrong. Eight bucks
2: is cheap for, you know, that's what you'll pay
0: to go see a movie, you know, for one person. And if it's you and another person, and you want to watch it, that's two people that get to watch it for eight dollars.
2: Well, pay-per-view stuff is usually twenty-five and up. You know, eight bucks. Yeah, that,
0: that is that's that a is
1: deal. Cheap. That is cheap.
0: <laughs> and the cool thing about that is for for the eight dollars, you know, you're you're gonna feel like you're there and part of it. So it's not just watching the film; you're seeing uh, everything as part of it. And the uh, the other good thing about it too is, you know, you don't have to deal with uh, Moni's creeping up on you because it's hard to do over Ustream.
2: <laughs> I can try.
0: That's. I'm sure that you will. So uh, check that out on October 20th. But again, tomorrow... Uh, will be the South Coast Paranormal and Psychic Fair. We're going to have to take a break here for the news, but when we come back on the other side, we will talk about not only some more things about tomorrow's Paranormal Fair, but also some upcoming Legend Trips events, and I want to talk to John about his experience filming last night's episode of Ghost Adventures Uh, because, you know, we are having an event at the Haunted Victorian Mansion. There are just 10 tickets left, and anybody that watched that episode last night, I'm sure now is dying to go there and investigate it for themselves. So if you go to legendtrips.com, You can purchase tickets for that event, and also for our other two upcoming events. We have one happening uh, October 12th at the Fearing Tavern in Wareham, Massachusetts. It's a tavern built in 1690, and plus you'll investigate three other historic buildings as part of that event. Uh, But our next one will be September 28th, one week from tonight, at Slater Mill in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. And a little bit later on, I'm going to tell you about a unique piece of equipment that we will be utilizing at that event, that you will not have the opportunity to use anywhere else. There's only two of these things out there right now. Uh, Bill Chapel has one of them, and now Jeff Belanger has the other. So we will tell you about that coming up in the next hour. You are going to your mind is going to be blown by this. Jeff is so excited about this, and you guys know Jeff. How yeah. often does he get excited about you know a piece of equipment and, and what it can do? But he's already been blown away by this thing uh, in the past. So we we will be utilizing it at Slater Mill and it's your chance to come out and check it out. And it's nothing, you know, I don't want to give too much away because we'll talk about it in the next hour, but it's nothing like what you think it is. So stay tuned. We'll be back following the news with more here on WBSM's Spooky South Coast. Welcome to Spooky
3: South Coast. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does AM 1420. WBSM presents Spooky South Coast with your hosts Tim Weisberg
4: and Matt Costa. Welcome back
0: to Spooky South Coast. Normally, I say hour number two, but this will be into the second hour of Spooky South Coast, even though the first hour was only about twenty minutes. But we are talking about the paranormal, it's uh, Tim Weisberg here, along with science advisor Matt Moniz, and we have joining us, co-hosting the show tonight with us, is John Brightman, the Incredible Hulk of the paranormal, (laughs) (laughs) as as given that name by Zach Bagans on Ghost Adventures. But uh, now, Moniz and I filmed uh, with the guys when they were at Lizzie Borden's, and you were a part of the episode that aired uh, last night on the uh, Haunted Victorian Mansion uh, in Gardner, and... What what are some of your best experiences that you've had in that location? I know you've been there on a few occasions.
1: Yeah, the the location itself is great. Um, the the homeowners are nice people, Edwin and Lillian. I enjoy going up there helping them. Uh, they're trying to raise money to save the house, you know, to fix it up. It has needs a lot of work, but um, we've had great great experience there from day one that we've gone. Um, some of my group group members have gotten some great EVPs, uh, footsteps walking up and down the stairs on the third floor. One of my group members, Sue, actually was in Edwin's office and her and one of the other girls were doing an EVP session and they set the camera down for a second to turn around and get something else out of their bag. And as they did, she got slapped on the butt. Wow. And there was like nobody behind And Moniz behind was her. nowhere they, around. Exactly. Matt wasn't there. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they've gotten some great, great evidence from there. Um, and then, of course, what we showed on the sh- episode last night. Um you know I have to I have to say this my first time ever being like physically touched or something I've always had like the brush on the arm or mm-hmm. you know the hair stand up on me the cobweb thing but I've never been physically touched like that and so it kind of freaked me out you know to have that those scratches happen like that and then 2 minutes after have the the ovulus, which does not speak sentences come out and say squeeze every throat and it was edited a little bit but it does say the continuation does say in this house so uh you know it was a little freaky to have that happen and uh actually tom diagostino was there that night and uh so wasn't carl and keith johnson and when i went downstairs they kept saying my eye looked black and blue and and it was instantly welting. Now, I saw it, but I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if maybe when that happened to my ribs, if something else hit me at the same time and I just didn't feel it. Could it be all
2: on one whole side of you that got affected? That, you know, you're... Like they say, you're a
1: big guy. So yeah. if your arms and legs are swelling up, who, how are we really going to tell? Exactly. So it, it could have been something like that. It, that it was all one big shot that happened. I mean, and I just obviously focused on the ribs because it hurt a little more. But uh, yeah, it was it was quite interesting that night.
0: And that was a. Uh That was very intriguing to me when you showed the picture uh, of the scratches and how it does look like a perfect Roman numeral four. And and as you said on the show, not a lot of people know that you are the fourth.
1: Yeah, no, not many people like even when I showed it to Zach, he made me off camera pull out my license and show him. And he was like, (laughs) really? He's like, I just figured maybe you were throwing that in there. And I'm like, no, I'm legitimately the fourth in my family. So a lot of people didn't know that, especially the night it happened. Edwin, Lillian, and Keith, they didn't know that. So when I actually pulled it out and showed them, because that was one of the things they said was, you know, it looks like a room numeral four. Some people said it looked like an E a little bit. So, uh, for, and of course, people started saying, well, it could have been Eno Sarri, the guy that burnt up in the room. Who knows? I mean, we, we will probably never know what happened and right. why it happened. But it was just a very weird experience.
0: And uh, it certainly seems like a, a great place to investigate. I've never been there. I know you guys have both been there, but I've, I've never had the opportunity. So I'm very excited to be going there November 9th uh, for our Legend Trips event. We only have 10 tickets remaining for that event. And it's going to be a very intimate group. It's only 30 people. It's limited to 30 tickets. And uh, we're, you know for those who are concerned, we are renting a porta potty. So you will there will be facilities to use. Uh, and there will be electricity, but no heat. So you'll have to dress warmly. And one of the things that we're trying to do with raising this money is helping Edward and Lillian get the plumbing back on in there. I, I, if I heard right, it, there was an issue where the pipes froze or something and, and something burst?
1: Yeah. Last year, they, um, they moved out, obviously, because of the activity. Plus, it's a big house to I try and the heat. i on a golf course. Hello. It's a, it's a big house to try and heat on your own. And, uh, you know, with all the bedrooms, four floors and... You know, so they, they basically said, "No, know what, we're going to move back to our other house and we're going to keep this kind of as a summer house. And uh, I guess something happened. It ran out of oil and one of the pipes burst. So they're trying to get all that fixed. And, you know, some of the windows need to be tightened up. Little things like that need to be done just to make it so it's weatherproofed. And the roof? Yes, the roof. That's, that's another thing. Roof definitely needs to be done. There is one section that's very bad that water's coming in. So, yeah, actually friends of mine from Connecticut are starting a uh, uh, foundation for edwin and lillian and they're going to do it the legitimate way with an llc and everything and they're going to try raising money and doing little documentaries to try and sell and help for the for the mansion itself but if anybody's going to go the, you really should go to the legend trips event because it's it's going to be a blast people will have fun there it's a great locations very big you'll have ton of space to move around and, and check things out on your own too
0: and uh, what is exciting for me is when you can bring people to a place that they've seen on television, and now it's been on a couple of programs, because it was on uh, Ghost Hunters before, and you make it real for them. Twice. Right. Yeah. So now you make it real for them. Now they can be in a place that they've seen on television. They can get more of an idea of what it's like. And also, we have a lot of friends who have investigated in the Haunted Victoria Mansion.
2: Well, don't forget the most important show that went there, 30-odd Minutes.
0: Well, of course. And... uh, And... and (laughs) If you haven't seen that, you can go to 30oddminutes.com and look in the archives and you can see it for yourself.
1: You're welcome, Jeff. <laughs> he's, already, he's already asleep. Yeah, he's not he listening. He bailed on us. But so, it's actually, it's been on Paranormal Witness also. Oh, okay. Um, a yeah. couple of weeks ago, about maybe a month ago. And it's actually stated for October, I want to say 15th, or it could be that weekend of the night, too. I forgot what weekend. Um, but it's uh, they're going to do a um, The Haunted. Yeah. Is up there, because me and William and Edwin went and filmed for that also.
0: So it, you'll have your chance to actually see what's going, going on there for yourself, and it'll uh, probably, you know, as we get more people in there and, and these experiences happen, you'll see more verification of what investigators have had happen to them when they are in there. And so it's, it's certainly going to be a great event. Tickets for that event are $135, and they're available from legendtrips.com. But before that, we have two great events coming up that are only $99 apiece. Uh, one is October 12th at the Fearing Tavern in Wareham, Massachusetts. And as I mentioned, you get to investigate a tavern that was built in 1690, as well as three other buildings that are all from the 1800s. So you will have an opportunity to be in each one of these locations, and nobody gets to investigate these except for Legend Trips. The Wareham Historical Society uh, trusts us and trusts our legend trippers. And we've had great success with this event the couple of years that we've run it in the past. So they let us keep going back. And there's no other way to get in there to investigate. So uh, you can get your tickets there from legendtrips.com. And then our event next Saturday is at the Slater Mill in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. And excuse me for one second. (laughs) Sorry, I had to do that. (laughs) I I could feel it kind of. (laughs) <laughs> Welling up there, so the uh, this will be our second time at Slater Mills. We're calling it uh, Graveyard Shift Overtime, and we've got some exciting news about this event. We always try to have something different, especially if we've already been to a location with our Legend Trips formula. If you're not familiar with how we do things, you know you're usually paid ninety nine dollars for your ticket, but with that ticket, you're going to get dinner, which is usually pizza and salad. You're going to get beverages and water and soda all night long, snacks, candy. We bring all that with us, and you can help yourself throughout the course of the event. And John, you go to a lot of these things. You know that normally you want a bottle of water; it's two bucks, if not more. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know they're getting Fenway Park prices at some of these events. So we are uh, we are including it with the ticket, and we also give you lectures and. Then we break up for hours of guided investigation, and we bring everybody into zones. We break down the big group into smaller groups, and then everybody rotates from zone to zone. So you get a chance to investigate one zone with Jeff Belanger, one zone with myself, one zone with Moniz, one zone with Andrew Lake. So you're constantly rotating through, and you're getting a a smaller, more intimate experience from zone to zone. And we always try to have something different in mind, whether it be a different type of experiment some new equipment that you can use, a new approach. You know, sometimes we do so many of these events at Lizzie Borden's that sometimes, you know, we try to do some experiments in terms of role playing. Uh, in terms of drawing out the spirit, whatever it is that we might do to try and, and shake things up and make it a little bit different. Well, we've got some huge news about the Slater Mill event. Because at Slater Mill, we will be running a beta test version of the digital dowsing connect camera system. This is a system that you've seen on Ghost Adventures that has shown anomalous maps of human-like figures in haunted locations. Other paranormal investigators have run out to get a connect camera. But without the digital dowsing modifications to the hardware and the software that was developed by Bill Chapel It's not the same system that you've seen on TV. And Jeff Belanger will be beta testing this new equipment at Slater Mill. The results with this piece of equipment have been astounding. Besides the digital dowsing lab, there is no other place where you can see this equipment in action. So a lot of paranormal investigators, you know, they saw Paranormal Activity 4, and they saw the Kinect camera and what what it was picking up, and they said, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And they went out and they bought the Kinect like you would buy off the shelf. But that's not the camera that you use for this. You have to get the developer's camera, which is a lot more money and a lot, more ha- a lot harder to actually manipulate both hardware and software-wise. There's a lot more work that goes into making these modifications. So Bill made one. He took it to a couple of events that he was at and showed people how it works, and the results just blew people away. Uh, and basically what will happen from what Jeff was describing to me – is it will map you as a stick figure. And if you go to YouTube, you can search for this, and you can see Bill Chapel Connect System, and you'll see some of these results for yourself. But it will put you on the screen as a stick figure, and it's mapping the entire room around you. And even though there's nobody else there with you, other stick figures will appear in little fleeting glimpses. They'll walk up, they'll come up behind you, whatever has. So it's picking up on... What we would think would be the signature of another human being, if it's able to map you, and then somebody else shows up, but there's nobody in the room, well, it's got to be mapping something. Mm. And so uh, Bill has uh, taken the system apart and tried to figure out just to make sure that it's not, you know, map, you know, just occasionally just throws out something, uh, just to be sure. It is finding something and it is mapping the points on that person and create on that, you know, entity, and creating a stick figure to represent it. So. There's probably no better way of seeing uh, for your own eyes that something's with you, you know, short of it just (laughs) appearing in front of you. But uh, this is probably the best piece of equipment to know that you are not alone. So we will be beta testing that at Slater Mill. You can check that out with Jeff Belanger at our Slater Mill event, and you've got to see it to believe it. I mean, it's worth $99 just to experience
1: that. Slater Mill is a great location in itself. I've been there before and tons of activity. The history is just amazing in itself, too, once you hear of, all the all the history that's going on there with the, you know, kids that work there from back in the day. Some of them that unfortunately, you know, fell into some of the equipment and got hurt. But the location itself is great. I I might just have to stop by on the twenty eighth because uh, one of my events got canceled, so I'm not going to be going down to Florida for the weekend. So I might have to swing by. Slater Mill is just an
0: outstanding place from a historical point of view. You know, from a tourism point of view, and I, I think not enough, not enough people realize that it's right there. And it's a great place to just go spend the day, even if you're not going to go on a ghost hunt. Uh, if you want to just go and have a nice, serene location to sit down with the river running around, the Blackstone River. And uh, you can always go there for any of their daytime tours. They have ghost tours throughout the Halloween season on Friday nights. And we're actually going to be the kickoff to their paranormal season. Very so nice. this will be the first paranormal event there of the fall. So uh, you can still get tickets; they're available ninety-nine dollars at legendtrips.com. dot com, and remember that a portion of all the ticket sales go toward helping these historic locations. And so far, we have raised fifteen thousand dollars to benefit Incredible. these locations.
1: That's awesome. But That's I very always say
0: awesome. we, but really, it's not us. It's our great legend trippers. They come to all of our events. Uh, they come each and some of them come to each and every event. And we thank them for that. We really have developed a, a great little family, and we've had paranormal groups that have spawned as a result of coming to our legend trips events together. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before we have a marriage. You know? <laughs> so, uh, that, that, if that happens, you know, I'd be happy and a to. A little officiate. bit longer
2: after that, th- we'll have a divorce.
0: Yeah, well, maybe there'll be a, a, a legend tripping baby in between too. You, know? you never know. You never know what'll happen with legend trips events. Come to the event, go home pregnant. I know other events where that happens, but...
2: uh. Uh, That was last week's show, wasn't it? Yeah, we did. We (laughs) talked about that last week.
0: But uh, if you would like to come on board with any of these events, just go to legendtrips.com. That's the place to go. We are actually going to take a break. And uh, if you want to call in and share any of your thoughts, 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. Call in, let John know what you thought of his appearance last night on Ghost. Hey, look, we got a call already. It doesn't take long. About his appearance on Ghost Adventures last night, and whatever else is on your mind. Any paranormal questions? I know there's been a lot of UFO sightings reported uh, over the last week or so, so I'd be interested in hearing some of those. Uh, and and some of them, you know, I, I haven't really heard the details about, uh, but a few of them I have. So uh, if you would like to call in and share your thoughts on that, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. 877 996 1420. We'll be right back with more in just a minute here on WBSM's spooky South Coast.
3: Hello. Hey, man. You up? No.
4: Wake up. I need to talk to you.
3: I think your house is haunted. Hey, come on. It's 2.30 in the morning. I can't sleep in here, man.
4: I'm scared.
0: All right, welcome back. Tim Weisberg here with you, along with science advisor Matt Moniz and our special guest host tonight, John Brightman of New England Paranormal Research. And if you'd like to call in, 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. Good evening. You're on WBSM Spooky South Coast.
3: Hey, give it a big shout out to all my brothers up there brother the Mason Dixon line. How you doing?
0: <laughs> What's going on?
3: I hey, say, buddy. Me and me are just sitting on the front porch. And, uh, hey, John, you did a great job on, on TV last night, man. I'm proud of you.
1: Thank you, buddy. It means a lot coming from you guys. You guys are like family to us down, down there.
3: Hey, I'll pass the phone over for a minute. Hang on a sec.
5: There's that big, handsome Hawking man that was on TV last night. Boy, he'll give Zach Diggins a run
1: for his money. Yeah, thank you very much, Reed. It's great hearing from you. I would have loved to have
0: seen, uh, you, you know, just some sort of a, even just if it was an arm wrestling match or something between you and Zach. That would have been pretty awesome. But yeah. Zach would never do that because he probably knows that he would lose.
1: And that'd be bad on TV. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that one. He's, uh, he's a pretty big guy.
3: So I you, think John can take all three on, man?
1: <laughs> well, Aaron, Aaron's lost a lot of weight, so uh, he he's getting kind of skinny, like Zach's size now and Nick's size. So I don't know, maybe.
3: <laughs> hey, we're we're trying to plan for uh, come up sometime next year. Maybe we can try to do one of the lit, legend trips with you guys.
0: Oh, that'd be awesome! And how, that'd be great. How's the cemetery project working?
3: It's it's come along. Uh, so far, there's a. Um, A uh, pet cemetery that's just south of of me. It's right across the street from where my grandparents are buried in another cemetery. Uh, I'm actually working with the uh, with with some people down there trying to save it from being bulldozed into a uh, extension of an industrial park. And uh, and so, uh, but also, I don't know if you saw some of my posts, but um, I'll I'll read this one. This This is I think I think it'd be better coming from her than me. So.
5: So I've been trying to help in between doing schoolwork, helping Jim with his uh, family tree, and kind of came across an interesting connection. It's not blood relation, but we were able to tie Lizzie Borden's family into his family tree the other night. Wow.
0: I mean, how how far uh, removed?
5: Um, It was like a five-times great aunt that married a man whose mother was a Borden, and that woman was the... I think it was like the second cousin five times removed to Lizzie
4: Borden.
0: I think you just described how uh, some Native Americans make claim to their casino money.
3: Too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that, well, yeah, uh, we've, we've been
3: having, having a blast with this, and, yeah, and and also, like I say, with the cemeteries and all i mean, we've been keeping pretty busy down here.
0: Well, good, good. Now it's getting to be the busy season, so I'm sure you'll be all over the place.
3: Uh, definitely will be.
0: All right, well, but, when, um, when you yeah, come got, up here, we have,
3: we'll... we have an event that's coming up at, down Baltimore. We're going to be at the Baltimore Museum of Industry. We're actually hosting an event down there with them and trying to help uh, raise some much needed funds for for a great museum down there. And uh, hopefully, maybe some of you guys can get down here sometime and be, maybe we can do an investigation down there.
0: Sure, but just make sure that it's not during, you know, like a Ravens Patriots AFC Championship game or anything like that. <laughs> we'll all end up killing each other. Yes.
3: Hey, well, we are coming into the 200th anniversary of the bombardment of the Bob and Bob and the Fort McHenry, so it would be uh, be awesome to have you guys in here for, for that celebration.
2: I may make a trip.
3: Hey. Your station, but uh-huh.
0: I <laughs> Sorry, the computer goes off on its
2: own.
3: <laughs> but, uh, hey, just want to check in with you guys, and, and uh, hey, Matt, uh, keep them in the 10 ring there, buddy.
1: You got it, brother. All,
3: All right. right, bro. You guys take care.
1: Have a good one there. You guys, too. Take care. Take care, Jim. Right. Bye, Ray. bye
0: I didn't mean to cut them off there at the end, but, you know, the fancy phone system, it works a lot quicker than the old one did. I'm yeah. used to <laughs> pressing it and
2: they still being able to go on for a second. The old one, you had to pound on it.
0: and <clears throat> Push down, on the buttons. But if you'd like to call in, 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. I do really want to hear from anybody, too, that experienced any of these UFOs that have been seen around the area for the last couple of weeks now. And I know... You know, our friend Kristen, who is is the Bridgewater Triangle researcher, uh, she's seen a number of these, and she's been reporting some sightings that she's heard from other people. But I also have a few friends who know nothing about the paranormal. You know, they're my friends from high school, friends from around town, and they're not really into this kind of stuff, but they've been reporting seeing UFOs. Moniz, do you know of any strange aerial activity that's been happening? You know, that would be kind of an earthly-based explanation. Has anything unusual been going on that we should know about
2: well there's several factors that have been going on we've had a couple of meteor showers um there's been a, a number of uh coronal mass ejections that have come from the sun that have excited the um upper atmosphere that can cause things similar to um, the aurora uh but there have definitely been a number and i repeat a number of reports from i'd say april up until right now especially in the northeast region here continuous ufo settings once a week i'm getting somebody locally and when i say locally i'm talking within plymouth county and uh, is this something
0: that happens normally in the summertime because you would think you know you've got that summer sky yeah well you're more
2: prone to seeing some things well you got be- good weather you've got right. people outside and looking up you know wintertime most people are stuck in their homes yes. and not, not not outside so yeah
0: And uh, actually, uh, a friend of mine is another radio host on another station, and she was actually discussing this the other night on her program, and she was saying that she was seeing uh, helicopters that were showing up, and uh, they were white with blue, I guess, markings on them, and they were something that That she'd never seen before. And she saw them flying really close to the ground, and uh, I'm trying to think of exactly the location where she said that she saw them, but... Uh, And I immediately thought I was driving home from work, and I I didn't know if you were up. But I almost texted you and said, tune in right now, because if anybody can answer this question, you would know. So, yeah, I mean, U.N. helicopters flying around here, that seems a little
2: strange. Well, we have close to one million U.N. troops in this country training. Are you aware of that?
0: Well— it doesn't surprise me, but have their helicopters flying around. I think it was well, Cape they Cod. Have,
2: they have assets all over the place, yeah. And yeah. They, they, they,
0: could be at, they could be at Otis. I mean, yeah. And everybody's like, well, Otis isn't an active base, but. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> and where better to stick people than where people think that it's not active. It's not active, active you know? Yeah. All right, so we do have a couple calls lined up. 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. If you would like to call in and chime in. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. How are you?
6: Hi, Tim. How are you? I'm doing well. I love the show. You're doing a great job. Oh, thank you so much. I have a question. Sure. When you go on one of your legend trips, are you ever worried about a spirit attaching themselves to you and going home with you? Has there ever been a fear?
0: A lot of people uh, are worried about that, and certain people, ones that we work with, will uh, conduct uh, protective prayers over themselves uh, before an investigation will take place. Uh, They'll do certain rituals, especially after the event, to make sure that nothing is attached to them. Uh, The way that I go into it, I look at it as nothing's really going to follow me home if I don't want it to, and I know that a lot of people go in with that same approach and have that come back to bite them in the butt, but I I just always kind of go in and I look at it as if, uh, if I make it clear that they belong there and they don't belong with me, then they won't follow me home. But I do—I have a nine-year-old, and I do worry about you know what will happen to him if I bring something home. Not that I think it could do any harm, but I just don't want it to be causing him any unnecessary fear.
6: I think that's what holds me back from doing a legends trip because I'm afraid. Oh no, I am. I'm worried about that happening.
0: Don't let it hold you back at all. I mean, uh, usually at all of our events, we have uh, Tiffany Rice and Stephanie Burke, our spirit mediums, and they can definitely help you make sure that nothing will follow you home. They so, they actually do conduct those rituals over themselves when they go out and investigate. So,
6: so do you think if uh, do you think a spirit could sense me being weak and like have that fear and would like attach it to me because of that fear that I may project?
0: It could, but, I mean, John, you do a lot of investigating. I mean, how often does spirit attachment take place?
1: You know, out out of the 8 to 10 years I've been doing it, I mean, I can't say how many I brought home or I haven't, but I haven't heard of a lot, you know. I mean, most people are smart about it. We tell people when we're at our events, if you're worried about it, make sure you get with somebody. You do a little prayer at the beginning. At the end, you turn around, say, hey, you know what? I thank you for having me here. You guys stay here. This is where you belong. And I haven't heard of any coming home from an event. Well, all
2: right. What I've seen is that usually with the places that we go, we, the spirits, quote-unquote, that inhabit the places that we go to are tied to the place, yeah. not not people that come through it. Right. And we wouldn't necessarily bring people into... The, the When you get the stories of attachments where people bringing these other things home these are wayward spirits somebody this is looking for something to attach to these other places the spirits that are there are attached to that location they're they're attached to a
1: location not people and sometimes i would touch on what matt said the location most of the time like say the lizzie borden house or even um the mill Slater mill it, most of it is probably a residual that's at that location right, more than right. you, you might have an intelligent here or there but 90% of it's probably a residual so it, it's more of you won't even know they won't even know that you're there that type of thing so I wouldn't worry about something catching on to you and coming home with you that would be the least of your worries unless, unless Matt Moniz jumps in the back of your car that would be the only happened. thing and
4: okay
6: I'll s- guys thank you I'm going to Try to work up the courage to go. I'm very intrigued, and I love to listen to the show. I'm just, I just have that fear, so I'm going oh, to work would, on that. I wouldn't worry. Maybe someday I will be able to make it to one of your legends trips. I
0: mean, I would tell you that Slater Mill is probably the best place to go and get your feet wet if you are worried about that, because a lot of the spirits who are reported there are children, anyway. Yep. So uh, you wouldn't really have to worry about something following you home, uh, anything malevolent. And uh, also, you know, we will have people there that can help protect you. But just want to be fair and say this. We do have you sign a waiver. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right, have, a a job, have a great night. good night. night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast.
4: Boy, talk about taking your work home with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, whatever it takes, you know.
4: <laughs> How are you guys doing tonight? We're All
0: spectacular. Right. How about you?
4: Good. Great. Uh, Tim, you mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago, or within the past few weeks, some UFO activity. Yes. I was uh, driving home from work, which is a regular route uh, that you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming back to Route 6 West, this is probably about a week and a half ago. Uh, it was around, I'd say, 7 o'clock at night. And there were, I saw two red dots in the sky, which is not completely out of the norm. Uh, but they weren't flashing. I saw one moving towards the other, and then that one just uh, it, it, it blanked out, or it blacked out, and and I didn't see it again. And the other one quickly disappeared as well. So I don't know if that's. It's been described to you, but that's what I saw a couple of weeks ago.
0: That is similar to what I heard uh, earlier this week about uh, you know dots, show, uh, red dots showing up, red lights showing up that weren't blinking and weren't in any kind of particular formation and moving, uh, both attracted and repelled by each other too. So. Interesting. Uh, I mean does that sound like anything that you can think of
2: yep with minor exceptions people calling them burnt orange and stuff like that but the descriptions of the activity is the same yes
0: can you think of anything you know mundane that would be an explanation for that
2: uh, nothing that would fit the weather patterns that we've had
0: okay
4: and the well, other I saw something like that uh, very low to the ground about two years ago this time of year too so interesting I don't know
0: you know, and we are, and I've, I think I probably mentioned this to you before uh, off the air, but we are, uh, this area has been a hotbed of UFO activity for a long time. Uh, when when Colonel Green was out at his mansion and they were conducting all those Van de Graaff experiments, uh, there was a lot of UFO activity around this area. So maybe maybe they just keep coming back to visit, checking up on us.
4: Yeah, they see New Bedford doing so well, so uh, they want to <laughs> pop in and say hi.
0: <laughs> I, I think what it is is they wanted to come uh, come on and argue with Lou St. John.
4: Maybe that yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> all right, all right, man. guys. Have a great night. You too. Take care. Take care. Five
0: zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred eight seven seven nine nine six fourteen twenty. Little inside WBSM yeah. jokes there for everybody. Uh, but if you would like to call in and share your thoughts, you can do so. Uh, you can also tweet us at Spooky Sc and right here at WBSM at WBSM fourteen twenty. And uh, those are the ways to get a hold of us anytime. And you can email us Spooky Crew at com, you know a lot of people too are they know about the show but they don't listen all the time and this is the time of year when they start to get amped up about halloween season they start tuning in and say oh gee i wonder what the spooky south coast guys are talking about so just in full disclosure here we will not be on next saturday night for our event at slater mill and we will not be on october 12th uh, because we'll be at the faring tavern in wareham but you can come and join us at those events and you know we'll we'll act out an episode of spooky south coast for you if that's what you'd like you know whatever it is to make the customers happy uh, but other than that we will be here each and every saturday night throughout the course of the halloween season and if you are new to the program every episode that we have ever done is available for free download on iTunes and we're talking almost 8 years worth of archives over 500 shows that long oh yeah oh yeah we we're, we're one of the originals as we like Very to say nice. Uh, I think uh, Darkness Radio started uh, a couple weeks before us. I had actually made the agreement to uh, premiere the show in, like, October of 2005. And we just... It took Matt Costa and I so long to kind of feel like we were ready that it wasn't until January 26th of 2006 that we actually debuted. But, yeah, we will be celebrating uh, the anniversary coming up in January, and we'll plan some cool things. And I know that the... uh, the NFL playoffs usually happen around that time, so we might get bumped around. But, hey, if we get a Saturday night off because there's a football game on, that sounds like a great excuse to have a party.
1: Definitely. Yeah.
0: And we're working on putting together, I believe we're going to be having another Odd Fest this year, too, in December uh, to raise money for Toys for Tots or for the Newtown Memorial Fund. I forget which charity we're actually going to be definitely uh, working with working with for that event. But uh, we'll be having Who one says we place. can't
2: split it between both? I don't know. <laughs>
0: um, that's Jeff's baby. He makes yeah. those determinations. But we'll, uh, we'll have details about that as it's coming up. But, again, if you want to join us tomorrow at the South Coast Paranormal and Psychic Fair, we'll be there from 10 to 7. I'll be hosting the event, and we'll have uh, Amy Bruni from Ghost Hunters, Joe Chin from Ghost Hunters International, Jeff Belanger from Ghost Adventures in 30-Odd Minutes, John Brightman, who you saw on last night's Ghost Adventures. Uh, we'll also have Keith and Sandra Johnson, Spirit Mediums Tiffany Burke, Tiffany Burke. Stephanie Burke and Tiffany Rice. Uh, that's, I think that's the first time I've done that. Pretty, yeah. uh, pretty impressive. And uh, a whole bunch of other people. We're going to have paranormal groups with tables set up. They can share with you some of their best evidence, some of their best experiences. And, and maybe you need a group to come out and check out your house. You know, this is kind of your chance to get to meet some paranormal investigators, see who you feel comfortable with, who you jibe with, and who you want to have come into your home. And there will be some vendors there as well. And we'll have programs going on throughout the course of the day. It's only $10 to get in so it's uh, well worth making the trip out and if you want to join us at any of your legend uh, any of our legend trips events that are coming up you can purchase tickets directly from us tomorrow at the South Coast Paranormal and Psychic Fair so so many ways to get involved with the paranormal this Halloween season 508-996-0500 877-996-1420 good evening you're on spooky south coast hello you're on the air All right. Once, twice, you can call back. 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. I knew it would only be a matter of time before we started getting the paranormal calls on the fancy new phone system, the ones where it doesn't show up on the screen. Yeah. And there's no caller listed there, but the phone is lit up. (laughs) So 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420, if you want to
2: join in the discussion. Are there any places that uh, we're looking at in terms of legend trips that we haven't been, p- new places?
0: There are a few that we've been in discussions with for a little bit of time now, uh, and we're waiting for everything to kind of come together. But we have a lot of ones that we've been to in the past that can't wait for us to come back. Because our legend trippers are so respectful of the property and, and because uh, you know they, they just do a good job of, of conducting themselves properly in these investigations, I think that a lot of locations are like, well, we just... We kind of just want to work with Legend Trips because nothing bad happens, and, and every you guys clean up after yourselves, which <laughs> yeah. is more than a lot of other groups can do. So uh, we will have a mixture, I'm sure, uh, coming up in 2014 of both familiar and new locations. Uh, and maybe you are involved with a haunted location that's local in the New England area, and you want us to come and be part of it. You can contact us, info at legendtrips.com. Or you can email me, Tim, at com. Uh, there are so many places that we could go just in New England that, you know, we're not even worried about what's outside this region for, for quite a while. And I think if I had to say I can guarantee an event that would take place in 2014, nothing's on the docket yet. We'll start putting that together uh, coming up in the winter. I'm sure we'll be back for our annual two events at Lizzie Borden's, and I'm sure we'll be back to the Fearing Tavern in Wareham, but I can tell you that one place we have to go back to, because everybody's asking, we have to go back to the Houghton Mansion. So uh, we'll, we'll work on that, and we'll set that up, because people that missed out on it last time heard the stories, and now they can't wait to get back into it.
1: H- Houghton Mansion is a great location. Um, I've been up there twice, and inside that uh, chapel area that they have there, the, the temple area, Great, great EVPs from in the in the back hallway. That's kind of yeah. on the hall. <laughs> that back hallway, we set up a Melmeter shadow detection. We put it at one end, pointed it up the opposite way, all night long, crossing right across it. You could see Tell the shadow here. It.
0: Well, are you, which hallway exactly are you talking about? All right,
1: so when you walk right into the into the temple itself, mm-hmm. and then you got the big chair set up in the where you're facing right. into it. On the left hand side, there's like a half wall with like a Oh, oh. And you're talking about going behind the, yes. the, the throne go, yes. and going, going into that
0: secret room yes. that they have for the ceremony? Yeah,
1: that hallway back there, you could hear it all night long going off and like crazy. Did you go
0: into that hallway? I don't know if you're aware, but if you go through the doors, instead of taking the right to go into that area behind the throne, okay. if you go through the doors, there's a staircase. Yes. And did you go up those staircase and onto the third floor behind
1: the... Uh, temple itself no oh my god no i didn't know there was another neither there. did i <laughs> until you found <laughs> out there and
0: found, every time i went through that place i found new rooms that i didn't know existed the first time but i led a group up there and i said well this seems like kind of an offbeat place and far away from everything else let's go check it out and just the most incredible experiences that i've ever had took place up there the first group we were there we had shadow figures walking uh from you know as you come up the stairs you can walk in and you can take a left and walk all the way down to the end and they usually have some chairs set up and what's the rule at the houghton mansion if you see chairs set up that's where stuff happens yeah so we're like okay well we'll all go down to that end and if you walk straight coming out of that staircase it leads to uh kind of like a a like a catwalk area almost that goes over the temple. It's not really a catwalk but it's like yeah. it's where they have all the air conditioning okay. uh, and ventilation units and so you can go forward there but nobody does because it's hard to get to and it's, it's blocked off. So we took the left and we walked down and we sat in those chairs and as we're looking down the hallway we can see there's one little stained glass window there that's the light source for that area and we can see these shadow figures walking across so I'm thinking it's got to be cars going by so we try and and, you know, uh, disprove that as much as we can, we're we're watching the cars come by from the other window and timing it and seeing if if we get the effect when it happens it's happening independently of the cars going by so we can't figure out what's causing it, so we just sit there and watch it and we watch these figures not only walk by but walk to the window turn and look at us and then by the next group we're all standing against the wall because we want to make sure that none of us are causing the shadow. By the next group, we're all standing there against the wall, and these shadow figures are walking down the hallway. Right past you Marching does. right in front of us, almost like they were conducting some sort of a ceremony. Yep. And walking by us as if we weren't there. And it was, uh, it was the last group that went up there that there was something that wouldn't come down. It was kind of afraid to come down and join. It would start... We'd see it peeking around the corner and looking at us, shadow figure, yep. but it wouldn't walk down. And after some coaxing, we set up a laser grid, and so we were able to see it take steps closer to us. I mean, and it, it is freaky when you're looking at that laser grid, and you can see a that, figure.
1: And it's blocking it out as it's coming closer and to you. And you
0: can see, it's almost like the end of the Peter Gabriel sledgehammer video when he's standing in front yep. of all the yep. stars in the wall, and you can see the figure walking down toward you. We eventually coaxed this figure into coming down, and... We were getting uh, through the various phenomena that was taking place. We were using dowsing rods and, and all other kinds of equipment. We had figured out that this is a, a young man, maybe a boy. And uh, I had said, you know, will you come out and will you bump my fists? Because that's how we say hi. Yeah. And it's the easiest form of touch that you can have, and it won't take much, en- much energy. So I held my hand out. I couldn't get it to do it. So finally I said, well, maybe we'll go with something you're more familiar with. And I held up my hand. And I said, can you shake my hand? And after a few minutes, it was both myself and another investigator, we both had it happen, but this hand just wrapped itself around my hand and started pumping my arm up and down. And I'm not afraid to admit, I just started crying because it was the most intense experience I ever had, and uh, it was just incredible. But even without all that happening, just being up in that area, we were getting a lot of noises. And sure, you're, in this, you're over this giant Masonic temple, and there's pe- we know there's people down there investigating, so you don't know if these noises are associated with that, but they're coming from where we are, up on our level. And we would hear the noise, and we'd say, can you do that again? And it would happen again immediately. Yeah. So we ha- all the groups that came up there, people have their tape recorders running, and you'll just hear me whenever there's a noise, say, can you do that again? And it happens again. How about one more time? Happens again. Then I won't say it for a long time, and Enough it won't happen. Happened. And then it'll happen again after like 20, 30 minutes, you know, so it was, nice. to, to me, that seems like something intelligent that was responding to what I was asking. It's,
1: it's honestly, it's in one of the, it's in my top 10 of places that I've gone to. Um, it is really that good. And just to hit, again, another one of those places that the history is amazing. The It's in great shape. You know, they take very well, c- good care of it. And, you know, it's just, it is, it's in, it's in my top 10 and I can't wait to go back there myself.
0: Yeah. I, I, I would move there if I could. And I, I made that no secret to Josh and Nick. I said, You know, guys, if if <laughs> if I can if I need to relocate, this is where I'm relocating to and I will be harassing you every night. Sure. So all I have to do is join.
2: I was going to say, become a Mason.
0: (laughs) So uh, we'll have more information about that uh, as we get closer to it, because I'm sure we will definitely be going back there. But, you know, you can have these type of experiences anywhere. We've always had at least something. We've walked away from every Legend Trips event with at least something that left us scratching our heads. I don't know if it's the energy of the people that we're bringing in or if it's the... uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's the fact that it's a a different type of atmosphere when people come in for a legend trips event, as opposed to an investigation. But things always seem to go on at uh, the different I places.
1: I remember your first event at Fort Table, down down inside the battery, oh, when, yeah. when the ceiling was <laughs> when you were down there telling me that the ceiling was coming down, and people were telling me the same thing. It was it was crazy, and
0: that was uh, that was an incredible experience. And we. I've run the audio before. I have it right here. I'm tempted to run it again, but it's so many bleeps and yeah. <laughs> from bad words. But, uh, yeah, that was just an intense experience. And it seems to, every time we go, something seems to happen. So you can come along and join us. But the important thing is that we're raising money to help benefit these historic haunts. And I don't want to make every episode of Spooky South Coast uh, you know, seem like we're just doing a big commercial for these Legend Trips events. But it does mean a lot to these locations this time of year because they're places that usually they don't, welcome people that want to come in and and explore the paranormal in their location it's just something that we've been able to show them as another avenue uh for fundraising and for a tourism dollar so all kinds of different uh things you can check we might
1: have to talk to get you guys out to rose island white house
0: yeah we've looked at it in the past i mean it's it definitely seems like a great location a lot of a lot of activity seems to happen there
1: yeah a lot of activity um we've been there well it's one of my group members that owns it so uh you know, I'm luckily, luckily been able to go over whenever I want for the most part as a group. And, uh, we've done the, my ghost story about it. And, uh, we got some great activity while we were shooting that and previous to that. And we've done a ton of events out there, just ourselves as groups and other groups have done the events and great time. You know, we light the bonfire for everybody. Keep the bonfire going. You can stay overnight there. Cause it is a bed and breakfast. So people can rent rooms and stay over and. It's a huge island. you got a 10-acre island that you got the free run of whatever you want to do. So do I.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a call on the line here, and if you want to call in before the end of the show, 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. Good
5: evening. I was wondering if you knew anything about Wolf Island Road. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. What What is the story about Wolf Island Road?
2: There are several.
0: Right. The the, okay. legend, the legend is, and there's a few legends, uh, but okay. the one that goes back to colonial times is that there oh. was a, a skirmish between the colonists and the Native Americans right. and that okay. they actually hung the natives from the trees going down that road uh, oh. to, to kind of show uh, the other natives, you know, this is what happens when you mess with us. So that's oh, one okay. of the earliest reported incidents. But then there's a legend that has popped up uh, over the years uh, about a Mustang that people see driving up and down that road, and you'll be driving down the road yourself, and you'll look in your rearview mirror, and you'll see headlights right up on the rear of your car trying to run you off the road, and then you'll pull over to let it by, and there's no car there.
5: Okay. Well, my niece uh, tonight showed me something on her cell phone. She was out there, I don't know how long ago, probably a couple weeks ago with some friends at night they were interested in whatever was going on out there, and they'd they come across a small cemetery. Yeah. And they decided to take some pictures. And uh, she showed me a picture on her cell phone. I could hardly see it. So can you enlarge it? Can you enlarge it? So she said, is a skeleton. It's like a picture of a skeleton. I said, we're going to that thing, the psychic fear tomorrow. You have to show these people. So I, could, I could see it, but I said, you have to show these people tomorrow what this is on this, your cell phone.
0: And that's the Ellis Bull Cemetery. Now, this was just in the in the landscape, or, or was it on a grave? Because I've taken some weird photos from some of the graves.
5: I, I'm not sure exactly. I think it was was like it's in the background of the cemetery, mm-hmm. but it's it's like a skeletal type figure
2: in the back left corner of the cemetery.
5: I'm not sure where it is, but she I I really don't know. All I could see was black all around it, and, and she had to like really enlarge it for me to see it. And I said, you need to enhance that. And show that, I said because that's that's incredible. So we do plan on going tomorrow, and I hope you're available to see this.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll be there for sure. Uh, we, okay. We actually caught our first ever EVP. Well, I caught my first ever EVP uh, in that cemetery, so I have a long history with what goes on there, and I, I'd love to see the photo. Yes,
5: yes. Okay. We'll see you tomorrow then. All right, great. All right, thank you. Have a good night. You too.
0: Never even heard Bye-bye. of it. You, you never heard of Ellis Bowl Cemetery? No. Really? No. Wow. Oh, wow, you obviously didn't read Ghosts of We gotta take you there,
1: then,
0: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah. yeah it, no, it we'll is. have to go
1: sometime because I've never heard of it. I've never heard that road. My grandparents'
2: uh, place was couple of miles down the road, and that was one of the places I used to go as a teenager in the early 80s, ride my bike there with yeah. a big boombox to catch the EVPs and stuff, get harassed by the cops. <laughs> yeah. of course. Gen- generally, we try to
0: stay out of cemeteries unless there's a historic, significant yep. historic value to them or significant reports coming out of yep. them, and that's why we made that exception to go to the cemetery uh, because it is one that is—I I mean, people just always report that it's active. We went out there more to document these other legends about Wolf Island Road itself, but while we were there, we figured we'd explore the cemetery. And we had uh, a very strange uh, photograph that I took on one of the graves that I was able to kind of debunk as being a reflection off of it, but still, uh, it looked a little stranger than it should. And then we caught an EVP there. Was
2: that Mary's grave?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was in that vicinity, though. Uh, We caught an EVP without Matt Moniz, Uh, where uh, I'm looking at a symbol on on a grave, and I think it was when I took that photo, actually, and I'm looking at the photo, and I said, wow, that's weird. And you hear a voice that comes through at the end. That I thought it was mocking me, kind of saying weird, but uh, some people have slown it down, and they've realized that it says different things, and it's all in in how you hear it. And then we went back there another time with Moni's, And we had three different recorders running. I had one, Matt Costa had one, and Moniz had one. We put one of them stationary on one of the graves. And then I was holding one, and I think, Moniz, you were holding the other. And on this one grave, there was a symbol, a Masonic symbol. And so Costa asks Moniz, he's like, well, you know, what's this symbol mean? And Moniz says, well, that's a, a Masonic symbol. So he asks, as part of the EVP session, are you a Freemason? And then you hear, just repeating it right after, clear as day, says right after, Freemason.
1: Really? Oh,
2: yeah. And on all three recorders. We caught
0: it on all three recorders. Oh, wow. And uh, what's Two funny
2: Two digital, is, one
1: analog. And
0: the digitals were recording at different rates. Right. So uh, we had one in high quality and one in, in regular quality mode. So we caught it across all three.
1: That's, that's a good catch right there. When yeah. You got it on three different ones like that, set up three different ways, too.
0: And there's no doubt about what it says. And w- what's weird is it, it kind of sounds like you.
2: But it isn't me. You it was right there when but I did
0: it. It's it's almost like a mimic of your voice. Just like when I caught the one saying weird, it was kind of like a mimic of my voice.
1: We, yeah. I've had that happen before when we were at Mimicry? Paul Dever. Yeah. Um, I had said something like, get out of the way for Jeff, my group member. And literally, you hear a little kid, can't be any older than maybe 12 years old, just high-pitched voice, get out of the way for Jeff. Just mimic right after what I had just said.
0: And I know that, you know, we've talked with Sandra Johnson uh, a lot, and she says that when her and Keith go out on investigations, they get a lot of that. They get a lot of uh, mimicking voices, and and kind of sometimes it's almost mocking in a way.
2: What was interesting is the loudest uh, EVP one that recorded it was the furthest one from us.
0: Right. It was was being (laughs) said further away from from where they actually were looking at the grave. So yeah, uh, definitely a lot of things that happen there. And of course, we don't recommend that anybody goes and, and trespasses in that cemetery and conducts an investigation without getting permission. If you go to the town of Madapoisset website, uh, you can find their cemetery commissioner and you can contact them and just ask for permission to be there. Now, the road itself is a private road, so you don't want to go down there without permission either.
2: No, it's a public road.
0: No, it's it's actually it's not. You're not supposed to trespass down that road. It's, really? a, it's a private road. It's the residents that pay for the upkeep of that road.
1: Ah, one of those roads.
0: But I think it's because I think they privatized the road because they didn't want the cars coming up and down it all the time. Uh, But again, all you have to do is contact the police department, let them know why you're going there and for what reason, because they do uh, patrol that area quite frequently. A lot of people used to go down there to party. So now they patrol it quite frequently. So. But uh, we'll talk about it with you tomorrow. We'll be at the South Coast Paranormal and Psychic Fair. It's happening from 10 to 7 at the Seaport Inn and Marina right here in Fairhaven. Uh, we'll be there. John Brightman will be there. Amy Bruni from Ghost Hunters. Jeff Belanger from Ghost Adventures in 30-Odd Minutes. Joe Chin from Ghost Hunters International. Spirit Mediums, Tiffany Rice and Stephanie Burke. Uh, Keith and Sandra Johnson just so many people. Andrew Lake. Andrew Lake is going to be D'Agostino. there. Tom DiAgostino. Tom uh And we have uh, a number of paranormal groups. I know Rise Up's going to be there. Ken DaCosta will be there with his Rise Up group. Uh, and there's some people coming that I've, I've been talking to online for years that I've never met. So we're going to have a chance to meet face-to-face. So I'm very excited about all of that happening. So that will be taking place tomorrow from 10 to 7 at the Seaport Inn and in Marina. And uh, we'll be at a Legend Trips event next Saturday night. September 28th, we'll be at Slater Mill. You can get your tickets by going to legendtrips.com. But we will not be here next Saturday night. So if you want to listen to us and you miss us, you either have to come to the event or download a podcast of an old episode. Either way, we'll be happy. But you'll be much more happy and much happier if you come to Slater Mill with us. Again, legendtrips.com is the website to check out for all of that. So that about does it for this week's show. We'll be back in two weeks, uh, and we'll have all of our Halloween fun coming up as we celebrate our holiday season. So until then, for Matt Costa, for Matt Moniz, I'm Tim Weisberg, and we want you all to stay spooktacular.